Looking to save your hard-earned cash? Fed up with the forever rising cost of everyday living and want to know ways of making the most of your money? Then this is the podcast series for you. Get expert advice from financial and consumer journalist Lindsay Cook, along with broadcaster Glenn Thompson. Welcome to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. Oh, so nice to have your company on the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. I'm Glenn Thompson, and joined by Lindsay Cook, of course, who is Mrs. Mean. And Mrs. Mean is in the studio looking as mean as ever, Mrs. Mean. Every time I see you, you look meaner. How do you do it? Oh, it's years of practice. <laughs> years of practice, indeed. Mrs. Means Money Show is all about saving money, helping you save your hard-earned cash. Uh, we've got a great back catalogue of episodes, so do check out the website as well, mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. Subscribe to our series on your favourite podcast platform, and, of course, every time a new episode comes out, you'll be notified immediately to download it and have a listen. Today, don't be ripped off on holiday. Yes, as we enter that sort of holiday season, the holiday period, as the warmer weather picks up, it's likely to be the first year that uh, many of us manage to go away on holiday with our families and loved ones uh, since the start of the pandemic three years ago, can you believe? Updates from holiday companies suggest that demand is back at pre-pandemic levels, Mrs Mean, which is great news, but also you've got to be careful where you spend your money here, haven't you? Well, you have, because the cost of living crisis is making it even more important that we use every trick and facility available to cut the cost and make sure that we can be compensated if things go wrong. Before we book anything, we need to remember the price for the flight is just a start. We have to check out all the extra charges for luggage, sitting with your family, air passenger duty, and make sure we don't get caught out because so often mm. things seem a bargain when you start looking at holidays and by the time you've booked everything, it's costing you twice as much as you thought it was going to. Okay, so if you're going on a holiday in the not-too-distant future, later this year, check this episode out. Do stay with us because lots to get through on today. Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. We'll take a look at how much prices are rising. Uh, we'll travel recovery as well. How to save money. Ensure as you book through EHIC. Where are the cheapest places to go? That's a good question. Uh, taking cash and cards. Which day's best to book your holiday and go on holiday? Book insurance as you book your holiday. Lots of people go away on holiday and they suddenly realise when they get there, oh, haven't got my insurance. Uh, look at spending cards, mobile roaming using your mobile phone and car hire as well. But Mrs Mean, how much are those prices rising for holidays now? Well, there's been quite a bit of research done and data from 24 million bank accounts showed a 27% jump year on year on package holiday bookings and the transactions rising 36%. But the low-cost airlines are seen as spending at a faster rate, up 42% year on year compared to 29%. It's really quite expensive and some of the destinations are up 71%. So you've got to be really careful. The Office for National Statistics say air travel increased by 44.1% in the year to December. So that's quite a big increase which the consumer group reckoned that prices were up 51% for the Easter holidays compared with last year. Now, that will be because more people felt they could go away. There were less risks of um, being cancelled. Italy and Greece have seen the most significant rises. Airfares up 71% in both cases. So overall, US tickets are the most expensive because if you're going further, but they went up the least. They went up by 31%. But 31% is still a big rise. Demand is 
all over the place. Luton Airport has said it's going to increase its number of passengers from 18 million a year to 32 million. The average amount people are spending on standard flights actually fell by 2%, but more flights are being booked and budget airlines, their price increased 12%. Package holidays spend grew by 7% year on year. So the average per person transaction is £538.68. Now, it doesn't sound that much, but it's all the extras that you have to pay on a holiday. And the evidence is that there's demand for budget airlines above the um, flag carriers like British Airways. And that's because people think they're going to get a bargain. But the budget airlines have prioritised boosting what they call their ancillary fees. And these can add more than £20 per flight. It can be paying extra to sit next to your family. Mm. It can be for booking in your luggage. It can be for your air duty tariff, air duty tax. So all these things are not on the first thing that you see. And when you start looking at flights, and it's one of those things you think, oh, it's a miserable evening. I'll pour a glass of wine. I'll go look for I'll, a holiday. Yeah, I'll go and look for a holiday. <laughs> Haven't been abroad for a bit. Yeah. And you look it up and you think, oh, that flight from Gatwick to Bordeaux is only £99. And then you find that the flight that's £99 has a stop in it mm. and you therefore want a straight-through flight. You look and that's suddenly gone up to £200, but all the extras are being added. You know, you may not want to sit next to your husband, but most people do sit with their families. When you're booking, there are all sorts of tricks that the airlines use as well. It'll say, only three seats left at this price. Remember, they could fall the next day and they may not be telling the truth. They can say things like, 15 seats on this flight booked already today. Yeah. Oh, I better book it then. And there's a little window, there's a little number at the bottom of the screen on a lot of these websites that say 25 people are looking at this deal now. And I'm sure they put that on there just as a matter of urgency to make you book, don't they? The airlines want us to book quickly. Mm. And most flights, if once you've booked it, you can't get a refund. So you've got to make sure you do it right yeah. and do your homework. If a group of people are travelling and... Um, it may even be a cousin or whatever. Family, you should know the full names of your children and your parents. But if it, if you're travelling a group of friends, you may not know that Bill actually was born and christened Sebastian. <laughs> or in my husband's case, he's Tony, but his mother called him Howard when he was born. Oh. Um, and it's taken many, many decades to get most people to accept it. We got HMRC to accept that last November. Mm. But overall, if you're booking holiday, and my daughter-in-law, she's got about five first names. So I always get her to tell me how she spells the yeah. Paulina and the Sarah, etc. Because any mistakes, it will cost you. Yeah. Well, it can cost up to £115 if you don't notice the mistake till you get to the airport and yeah. they have to issue you a new ticket. But mostly, British Airways and others, if you tell them quite quickly, they will do it for free. The cheaper the airline or the cheaper the ticket, the more you're likely to pay for such mistakes. But you're right. You, you do sit down in the evening with a glass of wine, a glass of beer, and think, oh, I'm going to look for a holiday. I've had a bad day, a bad week at work. I want to look around for a holiday. And very often when you haven't got a clear head, you do 
do make those little silly mistakes, those silly spelling mistakes uh, online, and uh, it will cost you, as you say. You've got to be so careful. Uh, let's move on take a look at travel recovery on the Mrs Mean Money Show podcast. There is a travel recovery going on, isn't there? And uh, airlines are buying lots of new aircraft, lots of brand new shiny aircraft, Mrs Mean. Well, Ryanair, who is most advanced in their recovery, they have put in a, an order for $40 billion worth of new Boeing 737-10 aircraft. There's going to be 150 in the first tranche and then another 150. Now, this purchase will allow passenger numbers to increase from 168 million in the year to March 2023 to 300 million by March 2034. So in 11 years, they're going to almost double their passenger numbers. They've recovered from the pandemic faster than many of the others. Some airlines have gone bust because they couldn't keep going. Ryanair made a point that they didn't make people redundant. And they've got lots of bad press because they charge people for not printing out their boarding passes, etc. But with Ryanair, my husband's travelled with them several times. My hairdresser only uses Ryanair and she travels a lot. And she says... If you're booking with Ryanair, just check the rules, make sure that your bag is the right size, make sure that you print your um, your boarding card, make sure you do everything they say, and it's really cheap. If you don't do things as they say, mm. it costs you because people at the check-in desk have to do the work for you. Good advice. Let's move on and take a look at how to save money then. When you say that, Mrs. Mina, you were talking about how to save money for your holiday. You know, you put, I don't know, 50 quid in the pot a month if you can afford it, uh, 20 quid or whatever, whatever you can actually afford. You save up over the year. Is that what you're saying? That's a very good idea. You should, where anybody who has a budget, I've said before, people get surprised by Christmas and have to spend for it all mm. in December. The same occurs with holidays. People don't think about holidays and then put a couple of thousand pounds on their credit card and they're paying it off the next year when they go on holiday again. So, yes, if you can afford to save a little bit of money, if you get a bonus or any extra overtime at work, put some money in a budget plan. You know, you've got your budget, so you save for people's birthdays, you save for people for Christmas, and you save for your holiday. Mm. And it may be that you say to the family, I want us to have a good holiday this year. So it's early to say this, but we won't have as much to spend at Christmas, but it'd be great to have the time together. And a lot of people really are feeling that they want to have family time together after not having proper holidays for a couple of years. One of the best ways of um, saving money on your holiday is to book early because that should give you the best price. As holidays come onto the market, they're at a price. If they sell a lot, they might put the price up. So airlines' cheapest fares are on sale early and they limit the number of seats that are available before the price begins to go up mm. when the plane fills up. One of the things that I hear, from, I've heard it from travel writers lots and lots of times. I've never really tested it out, but many regular travellers believe Tuesday is the best day to look for a discount on airline tickets. This is because uh, a lot of deals are announced on a Monday evening and by Tuesday at noon, other airlines are trying to match because they're competing with each other to get us to Crete or wherever. They don't care who you go with, but they'd like to make the money themselves. So they reckon the best day to book flights 
is a Tuesday. That might vary, obviously, if there aren't many regular flights to the place you're going, it'll be different. But at the same time, Skyscanner, the online travel booker, reckons that Friday is the cheapest day to travel Ooh. by plane. So all these little things. Out of the seven days of the week, holidaymakers can save 9% by travelling out of the UK on Fridays. Now, this will be because a lot of people, you know, they have packages and they're Saturday to mm. Saturday. If you're going Airbnb or you're staying at a hotel, they like it probably to be Saturday morning and leave Saturday lunchtime. All these things, it makes it easy. And an awful lot of people in work, they get fixed weeks. They can't yeah. say, they can't have a 10-day holiday or a four-day holiday. They have to take a full working week off and therefore... They want to take the maximum amount of time out of this country. It's one of those things to look at. And when you are beginning to research, if you've got a partner or somebody else, get them to do the research or you do the research. Use one browser. When you've decided where you want to go, because you go back and forth yeah. and you may notice that the fares have gone up slightly and that makes you think probably, oh, better book tonight because when we first looked at this, it was £125. Yeah. Now it's 134 If I leave it till tomorrow, it might be 140 So better book tonight. Now, what you could do, and this is what I do with my husband, one of us does all the research, we work out what we think it's going to cost and then the other does the booking. And quite often... The second person gets the cheaper flight. You know, when yeah. you first log on, you get 125 offered. They get that yeah. again because as you get more keen, the algorithms on the booking system says, oh, this person's about to book. Yeah. Let's make sure they do now. Okay, thanks for that, Mrs. Mean. It is the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast, helping you save your hard-earned cash. Uh, we're taking a look at uh, holidays not being ripped off when you book your holiday. Uh, book insurance when you book that holiday, Mrs. Mean, because very often, you know, you get somewhere. We've done it in the past. You get somewhere, you sit on the bed, you've unpacked everything, and then you look at each other and you say, we didn't get any insurance. You know, you've got to book that insurance when you book the holiday. Are you driven by a desire to create change? Dive into From Passion to Purpose, where we unlock the stories of nonprofit trailblazers. Get inspired as leaders share invaluable tips and transformative tales that empower you to make a lasting impact in your community. Tune in and ignite your passion into purpose today. And for an awful lot of people, a week in Europe probably will only cost them £10 each unless they've got special medical conditions or they're very old. Or But most people, it's about £10 for a short European holiday for peace of mind. Yeah. And you book it at the same time you book your flight or your um, all-in holiday. But when you take out insurance, because it's not only about if something goes wrong on holiday, if your luggage is lost or whatever, it's about... If you have to cancel because you can't take the holiday, mm. some people are made redundant and can't take their holiday. That may be paid for if they've got insurance out front. If they become ill or a, rel a close relative becomes ill so they can't take the holiday, that can all be paid for if you've taken out a £10 policy. So it really is a good idea to do. But make sure that the policy you take 
covers grandpa at whatever age he is, covers any medical conditions. There's enormous lists of the medical conditions that are covered or aren't covered. Now, if they're not covered, it may put the price of the premium up. But if you don't tell them, your policy is invalidated anyway. So you tell them what you've got. You know, oh, I have acid reflux. It may be that the policy doesn't cost any more, mm. but you've told them. There have been lots of cases over the years of people taking out insurance and not telling the insurer that they went to see the doctor earlier that year because they had a headache. Nothing came of it. No problem. They were probably told they were dehydrated. But when they're on holiday, something happens to them and the policy, yeah. nothing to do with the headache, but the policy doesn't pay out because they say, you didn't tell us about all your medical things. So. Yeah. Better to tell them too much, bore them with your conditions, you know, give them half an hour. I of, um, th- yeah, you've uh, got to be honest with that, I think. You know, yeah. it's, it's, the older you get as well, particularly, and if you do have a few health issues, you have to put that down on the form, don't you? Absolutely. And most of the conditions do not alert them and make them feel, oh, this is a problem. The age of the traveller is an issue. Some policies charge quite a bit extra over 70, over 75. Some don't charge extra until over 80. So look at the policy when you're getting it because it may save you money. The other thing that you've got to think about with insurance is the European Health Insurance Card. Now, this has been overtaken by the Global Health Insurance Card, the EHIC card, part of being member of Europe. Some of those are still existing and still valid, Mm. but the Global Health Insurance Card replaces it exactly It's something that was sorted out as part of the Brexit negotiations. So it enables somebody in Europe to get treatment at the same price Mm. as locals would. Now, these cards are free. But if you look up Global Health Insurance Card on Google, somebody will helpfully offer you to get it for you for £25. They are free. Apply through nhs.uk allow a bit of time. But overall, I always have them for my family. We've never had to use them, but wouldn't it be dreadful Mm. to have to pay a lot of money for something that you could get for free? Okay, thanks for that, Mrs Mean. Let's move on and uh, check out some of the places to go that won't cost you an arm and a leg. I mean, there's a lot of uh, lovely places in Europe that we can head off to, uh, not a huge amount of money. And If you look at the figures from which and other areas, Portugal has had the smallest rise in price. So an average cost of a holiday is £705. But Spain, its prices have gone up, but they're still only £693 per person. So it's not just the inflation rate, it's what you're paying. And Turkey, the Turkish lira has fallen by as much as 75% against sterling. So if you want to go to one of the coastal resorts like Bodrum, You can get a good deal. Book it all in because inflation is very high in Turkey, so prices might be going up while you're there. And a lot of people are booking all-in holidays now so that all the meals are provided and it means that when they get on holiday, and some of them, all the drinks are provided. Bookings are up and that's why you've got to really decide. And as I say, I've not been to Turkey, I'm not recommending it, but the idea that it's one of the currencies that has fallen against sterling. So if you're doing it, check all the details. But there are hotels with private beaches, sea view rooms, etc. A lot of us 
we shouldn't be getting into debt for our holidays. Good advice, Mrs Mean. As always, great advice right here on the Mrs Mean Money Show podcast series. Uh, Credits and other travel cards. Now, what about that? Uh, Should we take our credit cards with us? Should we get the cash out before we go at the airport or at the post office? What's the cheapest option here? Well, most credit cards and debit cards let you spend abroad, but they charge you for it. So one of the best things to do is have a specialist card. The Halifax Clarity Card has been top of the tables for several years and it gives you real price conversions. The banks pay a tiny margin when they convert from pounds into euros, but then the credit card companies often add 3%. Halifax Clarity doesn't go on to money-saving expert. There's details about all the different specialist cards. If you're worried about prices going up while you're on holiday, you can, or inflation and fitting, reducing the um, value of the pound, you can get a prepayment card. You choose a day and you say, oh, the pound's at 126 today against the dollar. I will put a couple of thousand on my prepayment card. And then it means I've achieved the exchange rate that I want and I'm not going to have problems. When you are shopping... You can use an ordinary credit card, and I often do. Often in a shop, people will say, oh, do you want to pay in pounds or the local currency? And you might think they're being helpful, and you then know exactly what you've paid. But if you get in the local currency, it's always going to be cheaper, because if you get it converted into pounds, they only have a hefty exchange rate cost, and it might be the shop's exchange rate yeah. cost, not even the credit cards. So you need to look at that and to be aware of that. Mm. And some people say, oh, but I don't know how much the um, cost is going to be. I've noticed on holiday, I often get the credit card thing tells me the same day how much a handbag yeah. has cost or whatever. So you don't have to wait for long. And overall... You'll pay less doing that than if you get converted into pounds. When we go our way on holiday, this is just us personally, me and my wife, we very often go to the post office. And if we go into Europe, we know what uh, it's going to be euro currency nine times out of ten. It's a cheaper option. We find getting it from the post office than getting it at places like the airports. And, and oh, I mean, absolutely! It, it might be the, it might be the odd occasion where you forgot to get your money out, and you know you're at the airport. It's the last port of call, basically, for you to get the cash out that you want. Uh, so you do end up paying a little bit through the nose at the airport. But uh, if you can remember to go to the post office, I think that's a great great way to do it, isn't it? It is. The post office is good. It generally is up there in the top two or three exchange rates. So if you've got one next door, it's very convenient mm. because some of the others that are cheaper and also not having to have it delivered to you, you just go and get it. Yeah, um, exactly. And some of the supermarkets also provide exchange rates. You just go online, check what the post office is charging, see whether you can get a better deal. Sainsbury's, Tesco, even Marks and Spencer, lots of others do it. So it's where's convenient for you? Because if you're going to have to drive 20 miles to get your your currency, it's not going to be good. And and the airports, when there is a a big fluctuation, they overcompensate on the day. So Sometimes it's really, really, really expensive to get your um, Mm. currency at the airport.
All right, thanks for that, Mrs. Me. We're taking a look at uh, the holiday rip-offs and how to avoid them, OK? If you're thinking of going on holiday soon, um, hopefully you're finding today's advice useful. When you do land at the uh, other end, you know, you've taken off from your UK airport, you land at your final destination, you put your mobile phone back on, you invariably get that text message come through from your network operator saying, your roaming charges are going to be X amount. I mean, this is something you can't avoid. Generally, over Europe, it's not too bad. But, you know, if you go further afield, it can be very, very pricey, can't it, Mrs Mean? Well, before we left Europe, we had a wonderful deal where we didn't have roaming charges. Now, all the companies have announced them. What you have to do is just check what they're going to charge you before you leave. Don't wait till you get the announcement. I checked my Vodafone and because my account started before the 11th of August 2021, there are no roaming charges on my plan. So that's good. They're not horrendous like they used to be before the the, um, limits were put in. Some of them charge just a pound a day, but you need to know what they're going to be. Some charge six pounds a day. Now, if you're doing business calls, etc., six pounds a day may not seem much, but if you're just checking whether the restaurant is booked or whatever, Mm. then it's costly. So just check your mobile contract and talk to them about it, like we used to do before (laughs) roaming charges were abolished. Now they're back. They're not as bad, but they still can bite you. Okay, and something else that can bite you is, of course, car hire. Do you sort this out before you go away? Do you sort it out when you're actually on uh, your holiday at the location? Do you think you might get a better deal by bartering with that person at the car hire centre? What's the best route here, Mrs Mean? Well, car hire has increased a lot. In most of Europe, car hire is 77% more than in 2019. Not quite as bad as it was last year because there was a shortage of new cars to hire out. But essentially, you need to book it before you go. You have time to check, see whether any hidden charges only use a reputable broker or hire firm. Also check out where the pick-up and drop-off points are. When we used to go to Canada regularly, we didn't get the hire car in Toronto airport. We used to, Tony would go downtown, collect the car much cheaper and then come back. You can do that all the time. So check what the cost is if you're doing it from an airport Mm. compared to doing it downtown. Good stuff. Thanks to Mrs. Mean. All about saving your money on your holidays, of course, uh, before you head off and uh, when you're there as well. Great advice from Lindsay, uh, who is Mrs. Mean. If there's one takeaway from today's podcast on the rip-off holiday, Mrs. Mean, what would that be? The initial price you're quoted for flights, car hire, hotels is unlikely to be the final amount. So you need to do your homework before you book, see what the extras can be and Don't just accept extra charges. Think of another destination. Think of another airline. Don't just accept it because you're already in the, oh, I want to sit sit on that beach. I'm feeling (laughs) and feel the warmth. So do your homework. Do not expect to get your holiday for the price you first quoted. But also the most important thing, book holiday insurance the minute you've booked your flights. Yeah, great advice. All right. Lots of other great uh, episodes in our series of the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. And uh, if you want to check out the website, it's mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. We cover things like uh, credit cards, the cost of babies, the cost of just about everything. Uh, so a great back catalogue. We started back in June of last year, and uh, you'll find these released weekly, these podcasts, episodes. And if you've got an idea for Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, head over to the website, Mrs. Mean 
moneyshow.co.uk. There's a contact us button at the top of the page. We're always keen to hear from people, aren't we, Mrs Mean? We are. And I'm going to try and pull together some of the questions that people have asked uh, and actually make a podcast answering subscribers' questions. Excellent stuff. So tell your family, tell your friends all about it. Contact details coming up in just a moment. Mrs Mean, one thing to say to you before you go. I mean, I said at the beginning you looking meaner and meaner, but uh, continue looking mean, won't you? Absolutely. You've been listening to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. If you have a suggestion for Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, head over to mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk and get in touch via the Contact the Show button. Join us next time. And don't forget to listen to the other podcasts in this series. And be sure to hit the subscribe button. Mm-hmm.